0: Gift of eternal life the gift of eternal life it would seem that we are the only ones who didn't know about this hello and welcome to I can't believe it's not the mouse the podcast all about animated movies not made by Disney I'm your host dr Macias, and today we're talking about the very first video game movie I've talked about on here as far as I know I don't think I've talked about video game movies before I've done Quite a few of these. I'm starting to forget some of the ones that I have done, but... Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the first video game movie. Now, if you're wondering, who is it? Is it Mario? Is it Sonic? Is it... Has Link ever had a movie of his own? I know that Mario and Sonic technically do have Japanese movies of their own, but... Legend of Zelda, I don't think, have ever has had one, but... I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But either way, it's not Zelda anyways. Uh, no. This is... Professor Layden and The Internal Diva. Now, most of you probably don't know what Professor Layden is. I know that it is a popular game series, but it's always been one of those that people are kind of... Mm, I mean, it, I would say it's kind of niche. It's definitely kind of niche. Uh, me, personally, I, I love the Professor Layden games. Um, most of them are on the DS and uh, 3DS, so, like, the Nintendo handhelds. And, yeah, they're are a lot of fun. I mean, they're pretty much puzzle games, riddles. Uh, You just go around, inspect some stuff, some puzzle or riddle will pop up, and then you have to solve it, and then you get to, like, the next scene. There's a lot of little cutscenes, so even from the beginning, there's always been, like, voice acting and um, animation and all of it. The very first one had a lot of that, so it was pretty much one of those things where it's like, this is very easy to turn into an anime, and probably very easy to turn into a movie and lo and behold they did make a movie so yeah that's professor laden and the eternal diva i've seen this movie before i saw it i don't want to say when it came out because i'm not sure when exactly was like the time frame from the japanese release to the american release but i did see it pretty close to when it, it came out at least in the states and yeah it's honestly a really solid movie um, as far as video game movies go, this is one of the best ones, which is sad that it never really got a big release over here in the States. And because of that, it's probably never really gotten much of the respect that it deserves, because it really does deserve a lot more respect than it gets. Um, I mean, I, in a way, I guess it was always kind of easy to imagine that it would be a good movie, just because, like I was saying before, the games have always had, like, the voice acting and the clips. Um, this is pretty much an extension of that. Like, the animation is... Better than what you would normally see in the games, but it is still very much like what you would see in those games. So, yeah, in case you're completely unfamiliar with this, Professor Layden is pretty much a series, like I said, about puzzles and riddles and all that stuff. Pretty much your main character is like a Sherlock Holmes, Indiana Jones type of character who goes on these adventures. Um, like, he's normally a teacher, um, as his main career. But he's also um, an archaeologist. He tends to work with like uh, law enforcement uh, whenever he gets involved with like, these mysteries. He solves them. That's pretty much the general idea. I mean, there's also a lot of him being like, "Oh, I'm a true gentleman," which is why he has like the top hat and the whole thing. He has his little sidekick, um, Luke Trident, who's pretty much a little kid who fancies himself as like the number one apprentice. So, um, there's pretty much two different eras within the games. There's, like, the original era, and then there's, like, the prequel era. This movie is more in line with the prequel era, which, realistically, there's not much too dif- different between the two. It's just that the prequel era is pretty much uh, set before the, the original games. Uh, within these games, you pretty much see, like, uh, the introduction of the Luke character, He's a little bit younger than he is within the, uh, the original games. Uh, you see Layden with other assistants who pop up in this. Like he has um, his female assistant, um, Amy, uh, or Emmy, sorry. Um, and then you have another uh, inspector who goes around, you know, occasionally with him. called him um, Grotzky, who you see right here. He's like this buff, buff manly dude who is always on the... Um, on the case and he he gets a lot of laughs in this so yeah it's definitely a lot of fun so yeah that's pretty much the general idea he's pretty much Sherlock Holmes Indiana Jones detective kind of thing solves mysteries you get the idea this movie in particular like I said it takes place during like the prequel era so it's the younger Luke and you can tell right away because the the way he dresses is slightly different like it's really not that much of a difference I guess Pretty much, like, two to three years before the the original games. Um, But you can pretty much tell by the way Lucas dressed. So, there's that. And the movie showcases both. Like, it starts off with him as, like, the older one where he has, like, the blue vest over his, um, shirt. Versus his younger, uh, the younger version where it's him with suspenders. Yeah, the movie starts off, I mean, it's pretty much that. Uh, the plot line is pretty much like, okay, there's this, um opera show that Luke and um, laid in the ten because they were invited by someone who claims that they've seen like the reincarnation of, uh, a, of a friend who had passed away prior to the events of the movie and they're like, okay, we gotta see what this is about, and then pretty much as the show ends, um the opera show, it's revealed that, oh, there's actually an extra thing to this, um Pretty much the, uh, the the people who went to this show were lured lure, um, to go to this show with a promise that oh uh, you can get eternal life if you come to this show. That's where like the whole mystery starts. Like okay, everyone gets locked in. The inspector who was there to solve um, arrest the, the the person in charge of that ends up getting lost along the way. So he um, it, it's a it's a very funny thing. Trust me, you gotta you gotta see it. But, um, pretty much, it's like, okay, we're gonna solve some riddles, because, of course, just to remind you of the game, there's some riddles along the way, and whoever wins, like, this challenge of riddles will get the eternal life that is being promised. Okay, it's spooky, it's weird, and it's an interesting way to set up the story, and, of course, there's a lot of twists and turns to it, um people backstabbing each other. We don't get into too too much of that, but, I mean, it's there enough just to acknowledge it. And then there's, like, uh, hints of, like, a secret kingdom being brought in, which I know this is further built up in the games, but in the movie, it doesn't really matter if you've ever played the games. That's honestly one of the reasons why I love this movie so much, is that if you've played played the games, you'll have a great time. You'll notice all the little details that you would find in the games. If you've never played the games you will not be lost and that is always the like the best thing that you can find with any adaptation whether it's video games, comics, shows whatever when the adaptation that you're watching is fun for the the, the fans but could be just as fun for newcomers this is pretty much one of those uh, you never feel lost if you're, if you're, um, not aware of the games. You'll just be charmed, like, okay, look, you know, here's this cute little anime that has, like, a French art style to it. Um, the animation, honestly, is, is, is fine. I mean, it, like I said, it is better than what you would find in the games, but it's similar enough, so it doesn't look outstanding. Like, it does have its charm to it, but just because it is well-designed, but once you see the motion of it, it's like, eh. It, you know, it's nothing special, but it is fine for what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's a really solid movie, because there there is a lot of smart stuff in there, uh, whether it's the riddles, I like, I know that, for the most part, it's the kind of stuff that you would see in the games, and it, it does get a little weird when you watch the movie, just because, if you're not aware of it, you might notice that, okay, the way you're presenting these riddles is a little bit weird, um, and if you've uh, seen the games, you'll be like, okay, yeah, that's exactly, like, how the The games do it, but because of that, as like you could, they could have probably streamlined it a little bit more so that it would feel more natural. Not that it feels bad, but it does feel a little weird at times and gamey at times. So I I will say that that's kind of a flaw there, but for the most part, it does it well enough so that even if you've never played the games or even if you have, it it feels like it's natural enough to the story. Just it could have done a little bit more because a bit of it does still come off a little weird. Um, Professor Layden himself is fun. I mean, he's pretty much, um, always one step ahead of of pretty much everyone else. And, you know, that's, a, like, you would assume that that's annoying, but that's honestly one of the charms to the character, that he is aware of what's going on. So, uh, with that, I mean, I, I can't complain. It, it It's cool. You know, you got a lot of fun with the other characters, like Luke, you know, being the you know, the apprentice, um sidekick, you know, we get a lot of fun out of that. Uh, you get this other girl that comes along with them, which is pretty much the one who called them um, to to go there. Um, Janice, she's fine. I mean, as far as um female sidekicks go for Layden, I can understand why they only kept her to to this movie. Not, not just because of story reasons, and I, I won't give that too much away just because, oh, well, normally I don't really care about doing spoilers on this. Uh, this is one of those movies where I'm like, Look, it's good, and a lot of the charm comes from you figuring out what's going on since the, since it is a mystery movie. So um, I'll leave you know some some stuff um, without spoilers, and yeah, like there, there's specific plot reasons why she 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 only appears in this, but from um, entertainment level, yeah, she's not as entertaining as some of the characters that pop up in the games like Emmy um, who. Does pop-up in this movie, but she only gets a few seconds. She's pretty much, like, um, an older apprentice to um, to, to um, Layden. I, I mean, older than Luke, who's, I don't want to say, like, uh, his students, because I know she's not one of his students, but, you know, it would be around that age. Uh, she's a reporter who pretty much can get a few uh, the good kicks in, so, you know, you, you get some fun seeing her, um, fight some characters. Um, like I said, there's the the Inspector character named Grotsky who does show up early on to basically apprehend the villain, um, which this is not too much of a of a big spoiler, so I'll just say right away, especially because if you're, if you're a fan of this, he'll figure it out right away based on how the villains are dressed, which makes it kind of funny when you see one of the characters say like, oh my God, it was him. It's like, did you not notice the henchman? Come on. Um, but yeah, like the the main villain of this is a character named Descalay, who is a character in the games. Um, mainly the prequel era, so again, this is set in that, that period. It's not too much of a surprise, but yeah, you see the, the Inspector character trying to arrest them early on. But stuff happens, it backfires. Yeah, I mean, the, the original person who was on stage um, uh, pretty much trapping the people was actually just a dummy, so... Surprise, surprise! But you see his whole journey of like, okay, because basically, like, where this opera is at, at some point it, um, like it's on a boat, so it starts going off on its own, and eventually leads into an island with a castle on it. Um, yeah, it's that kind of a movie, so it, it's cool. Um, but yeah, you get this disgrazi character, like he gets knocked out of the boat, um, is pretty much fighting off sharks. And you see him, like, just trying to get along to get to the island throughout chunks of the movie. Like, you'll never um, stay with him too long, but it's there enough where you'll notice it and it's a lot of fun just because of that. I mean, I, I don't know, I get a lot of laughs out of that. It's really solid stuff. And yeah, it's just a really neat movie. I mean, it is fairly grounded, but at the same time, not. Like, they mentioned up front um, early on, they don't really play up too much in this, um, in this movie, but it is something that's played up in the games where, um, the Luke character, uh, can actually talk to animals, it's like a special ability that he, ha- he can actually speak to animals, like I said, they don't really speak, um, they don't really, um, play it up too much in the movie, but they do bring it up that, like, oh yeah, he has this special ability, so it's like, okay, right out of the gate, we already know that while this isn't gonna be, like, something, um, I don't want to say supernatural, I mean I guess kind of supernatural, like it, it's not going to be something like that um, that doesn't stop it from having some fantasy elements in there uh, some of which I, I won't go into just because it would be spoilers, but like, f- for example um, I mean the whole concept of eternal life it's kind of lie, but kind of not, and again I, I don't want to get into the specifics of that, there is mention of a an ancient kingdom that works its way around the plot so again like you know the whole lances thing so there's that and look Layden is really smart i mean i remember almost a decade ago though making a joke because there's like a whole thing with um uh the character superman where it's like oh when uh when it comes to how strong he is realistically the fiction is that he's as strong as he needs to be for that specific story, which, okay, that explains a lot why he's um, usually overpowered. Uh, In the case of Professor Layton, I'm like, okay, he would probably be the, um, the brains version of that, where... Depending on the story, he will be as smart as he needs to be, because he always is one step ahead. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of the Sherlock Holmes thing, where it's like, okay, some of this stuff is just really simple, so it's just character being stupid. But then there's other stuff where it's like, no, no, he legitimately is smart. Because at some point in the movie, uh, when they're on this island, there's like a whole, uh, not really real, but this is more of a puzzle, where it's pretty much like, okay, you guys are being um, pretty much like all the, the people who were on that boat who managed to get onto the island. Like, you guys are pretty much, um, gonna have to solve this riddle. How do you get to the castle that's in the center of this island Well running away from some fucking wolves? So, yeah, fucking wolves show up, and, um, how... Okay, there are some really um, clever ways that they, um, that the people get around to it. But at some point, there's like a little mistake with Layden's crew. So they end up like, okay, we got to run somewhere. They find a shed, um, which is already your hint that, oh, okay, there's something off about this place. But they find a shed, and Layden, no bullshit, MacGyver's his way out of, the, out of it. Like, he pretty much is like, okay, barrel, uh, fan, chainsaw, um, bucket, helicopter. It turns into a helicopter. He turns it into a helicopter and he gets away from the wolves and to the castle by creating this helicopter out of a barrel, a bucket, um, a chainsaw, and a fan. And it's like, I mean, you know, this is way too insane. Uh, More insane than you would expect for a story like this, especially if you're not aware of how these stories tend to play out in the games. But, but it's cool. It, it is funny and, you know, that that even comes in, in use for more than that. Yeah, this is just a really solid video game movie because, again, it doesn't really need you to um, play the games. Like, like I said, it does have an issue where some of it gets a little too video game-esque, but not enough to ruin it. Like, if you're not aware that it's based on a video game, you won't be thinking like, okay, so this is now just a video game when about like the riddles or the puzzles you'll be pretty much like okay it's a little weird how the characters are solving this like where you'll have a uh, like with Layden and usually everything fades to black except for him and he's just like like thinking about it and like the camera is kind of kind of zooming in circling around the music's playing and it's like okay this looks a little weird but Again, it, it's not to a point where you'd know automatically that it's a game, but just that it's, it's, like, a little weird choice. Like, I mean, in a way, I guess you can assume it's just a weird style that they're going for, especially considering, like I said, there's later MacGyvering uh a, a helicopter, but, but it still feels a little off. Like, it's like, okay, what exactly are they doing here? Like, is this, like, a reference to something? Like, that's how it feels like. It's specifically a reference to how like, the puzzles are like in the games, like, especially when you solve them, so... I can understand if that's a little problematic, and it is kind of weird... I don't know if I'd say annoying, but it is a a little bothersome at times for it, so I, I definitely get that. But for the most part... Yeah, I mean, the animation is nice, the characters are fun. I really cannot complain about this movie. It is such a delightful movie. Um... The voice acting, you know, even though it's clearly... I don't want to say it disrespect any other people involved with this. I mean, you can tell right away that this is definitely, like, a dub and it's um, people who work with video games, which, not that voice actors who do video games are bad, it's just that I don't know, I guess there's a specific uh, feel to a lot of them that it, it just feels like, okay, yeah, these are clearly people who maybe don't... Um, I don't want to say don't do it as much. I would say more like, um, aren't, uh, regulars, like in, in, um, I guess like shows or movies, so it's not exactly stilted, but it it still feels like a little off because these people are, are more used to doing, um, voices, um, in a video game, which can be different from that field. Not bad. It is so good, and I do would not have it uh, any other way when it comes to this. I'm glad they didn't do, like, a celebrity voice or um, get different voices because it's, um, like, a different medium. It, it's just that you can notice, like, okay, yeah, these people aren't um, normally doing it in this way. And I know that... Technically speaking, a lot of them are voice actors for like shows, um, but like in England from what I'm seeing um, when it comes to their background. But I don't know, it's it just like the delivery can be a bit stunted at times, which it works for this. It's just, it, it does feel a little off. I, I'm trying to be respectful because realistically, I do like these voices. I just do acknowledge that some of it is a bit off and I'm trying to find the right words, but I can't. But I hope what I'm saying makes enough sense without feeling like it's being sh- um, shitty or rude to these people. Because, yeah, I-, I respect the voice actors in this, and I do enjoy what they do. I mean, I like I said before, I would not have it any other way. I guess maybe it comes down to, like, the voice directing uh, more so than the voice actors. Like, maybe... It's the voice directors who have more experience with, with just doing games, so you can afford to have the dialogue be be done in a certain way. But, again, I mean, I wouldn't trash them for their job. I, I, I get the struggles on this. It's just a little weird with some of the delivery, so I don't know, maybe it was just a matter of them needing um, extra takes on some of these, or with it being a dub, they're pretty much restricted to try to make it look like it's coming out of... The, the character's mouths even though clearly it's not gonna sing up perfectly either way like i said i mean it, it is a really well done um movie so i i cannot complain on that front too much um the story is really solid even if some of it gets a little weird with it feeling a little bit too much like a game because you're trying to reference it it um never feels like it's too deep in it where non-fans would be um caught off guard i, I definitely see a lot of people who are unaware of this um game series or just never play games um being into this it's just a shame that it never really got that chance just because it was pretty much only given like a home video release and with it being a niche game it's not like you're gonna see this um getting too much of a resurgence um elsewhere i would like to prefer to become like a a cult, cult favorite amongst Animation nerds. I'll, I'll say that much, which is why I'm doing this episode at all I'm hoping that if nothing else this gets more people curious to watch Professor Layden and the eternal diva But there's no guarantee that happens if and if nothing else. Yeah, this is definitely one to check out sadly It doesn't have too many avenues. I know you could still technically purchase it um, on home video, but it seems like it is a little pricier just because they, they make a, a lot of copies, but it, it is out there for DVD and Blu-ray. I normally wouldn't recommend this, but because it is something that it's harder to find, I will say that this is pretty easy to find online. Um, not, I wouldn't say, yeah, pretty much not least, not least, Um But, again, uh, you know, while I wouldn't recommend any kind of, um, Bootlegging or anything like that. If you have to, you kind of have to. I mean, that's the sad reality of these things. But yeah, you can find it on YouTube fairly easy. Um, while I was, honestly, I already have a copy of this, but while I was looking around just to see if maybe I could find other material for this, uh, like if maybe they ever did a, uh, a, a follow-up, because I know they were talking about it, sadly never came to be. Yeah, I, I noticed that, yeah, there are full pretty much the full movie on YouTube um, videos, like ones that were not even put up by the the people who own the, the rights to this. So again, normally I wouldn't recommend that, but given that this is pretty much hard to find, there's not really streaming services that have it, there's DVDs and, and um, Blu-rays on it, but there are a little pricier just because they're, um, they didn't make too many copies of it then yeah, that would be one way to look it up if you need to save the money or if um, you you just can't find it anywhere. If you're watching this maybe a year from now and it's going to be even harder for the, the home video release, that's definitely a way to check it out. Um, honestly, I hope that this does um, get it a little more popular. That way maybe it gets uh, a re-release, a remaster, or, um, gets on streaming sites, like, I don't know, I don't know, uh, if Crunchyroll ever does movies, I mean, I know they do anime, but, you know, maybe something like that would be cool, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just want more people to see this, and I hope this gets a bigger fan base, even if I kind of doubt that of what happened, even if, say, I get a bigger fan base, I, I don't see... That happening but you never know yeah I mean that's pretty much all I can say it's a really solid movie some of the aspects are too gamey um, I feel a little weird but for the most part it works and you're definitely gonna enjoy this even if you've never played the games so yeah check it out definitely one of the ones where I'm like please go watch it like I, I've had most of the movies that I uh, have been in here I'm like yeah go go check it out but this is one where I'm like, no, no, I really insist. Like, even if it's not even the best one that I've talked about on here, the fact that it has such a small fan base makes me want it to grow because it really deserves to grow. So go out, watch the movie, just just enjoy it. Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva is really a solid watch. Um, but given beyond that, I just want to say thank you for listening. This has been Octaviano Macias, host of I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse. If you enjoy this, you can always support me by subscribing to my YouTube channel, which is Psycham Films, or you can also support me via Patreon. Yes, I have a Patreon. It's wwwpatreoncom Psycams. That's S-A-I-C-A-M-S. patreoncom Um Realistically, you don't have to put in too much money. Even just dollars fine. Uh, right now, the only reward you get is just. Your credit, uh, your name will be credited within the videos I do, or if I write any articles, which I haven't in a while, so I'm not um, doing saying that. But if I do, you will also be credited in those. Either way, um, as time goes on, I would like to include more prizes, but that will be as it grows because I'm thinking of doing some merch um, down the line. But that's probably best until I can actually have the money to do that regularly. Either way. Thank you for listening, I hope you swore me in those places, and I'll see you next time. I'll try to land somewhere, hang on tight, (gasps) but not to the pilot.